And with that, another episode of Cam Fu and Friends. Thank you for joining us today. My co-host sitting across from me as usual, Christiana. How's it going, Christiana? It's going very well, Cam Fu. Did you have a good last weekend? I did. Did you do anything fun, eventful? Well, that you'd like to share other than geocaching because we don't want to talk about whatever. that. Whatever. <laughs> and I didn't go geocaching this weekend, but I did go Good. fishing. I've been doing a lot of fishing lately. So the second most boring <laughs> thing you could have possibly no. done. It's a lot of fun. I love it. And I got to see bald eagles. So, like, it was very eventful. And then I went to a birthday party on, like, Taps on Saturday, and that uh-huh. was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I went crabbing. That night, but I didn't catch anything. And I lied. I did go geocaching. I took my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I made made her go find one because we we threw our crab pots in, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, there's one literally (laughs) on the next pier. So we went to the other pier and found it real quick. I forgot about that till just now. What was it? What was what? What was in the geocache? It was just a log that you signed. Oh. Yeah. That's boring. It's fun when there's a little trinket in there. Yeah, I and mean, you'd be like, hey, this thing. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I have trackables and stuff to drop in other ones. I just didn't have any on me at that moment. Oh, gotcha. Probably should have brought some. Okay. And then uh, Sunday, we baby shower planned for my best friend's baby shower. And goodness gracious, that was a cluster. <laughs> it's her husband wants to just basically throw a big party. And he wants to invite all the guys in his family. And I don't think he's quite grasping the concept that baby showers are kind of a girl thing. Yeah. And so, and then plus her mom's throwing one for the family. So it's just a big cluster on who's getting invited to which baby shower. And me and Elizabeth, the other girl planning the baby shower, just staring at each other like, what is going on? <laughs> like, we can't really do anything until you guys figure it out. Awesome. So that was that, but it was fun. Cool. Well, I had a rather uneventful weekend. I mostly stayed home all weekend and so that meant i got to watch and play a lot of things all right so one of the first things i wanted to talk about is my review for the raid 2 is that a movie yes it is the sequel to the raid who would have thought (laughs) i guess the full title of the first one is the raid redemption came out uh i think a couple years ago it's an Indonesian film, but it's directed by a Welch director. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a martial arts film. Um, really cool martial arts style. I don't. I don't even know what the fighting style is called. I should probably. I should have looked that up before we talked about Kung it. Kung fu. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that is wrong. So you should probably know about kung fu <laughs> if you're going to call yourself cam fu. It's like a mix of kung fu and muay thai fighting it's it's very fast quick a lot of really cool moves um yeah i mean the raid was very popular uh the raid redemption so the raid 2 is called the raid 2 barandal and i guess barandal uh translates to thug in english (laughs) so uh I mean, you don't need to read too deep into the title. The Raid Thuggin'. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's th- straight out of Compton. I was like, wish we, we had the hand gesture I just did with that. Thuggin'. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, it's, I like the second one a little more. Did you ever see the movie Dread? 
you know, based the, on the, Judge Dredd. Yeah, is that the, the newer one? I've the, seen newer the newer one, one yeah. right, right. So the newer one, you know, how they, it's like takes place in one building. Mm-hmm. It's all about them going yeah, up to yeah, the top yeah. of the building. Well, the first Raid movie is almost exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it came out before Dredd. So in a way, Dredd might have copied the Raid. Anyway, uh, the Raid is, is like that where it takes place in one building and they have to get up to kind of like the top of the building, right? The Raid 2 does away with that, and so now they're out in the open world. It even takes place two years after the events of that. Um, This is kind of sounding like The Purge. Like, the first Purge (laughs) was in a building, and then the second Purge movie was in, like, the whole city. Yeah. Actually, that's actually a really good comparison. Yeah. It it sounds kind of like that. Um, But with fighting and action. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Oh, with good stuff. (laughs) With, like, good martial art, like, coordination and it's just really cool anyone who likes martial arts films will probably like this they're a little bit more gory than like your typical jackie chan Jet Li type stuff um but really fun to watch um yeah i i i enjoyed the second one a little more than the first one um they're both good movies if you haven't seen them i recommend them uh another movie i got to watch over the weekend was the movie bad words Starring Jason Bateman, and it's actually directed by Jason Bateman too. Mm. Do you do you remember seeing trailer for this? I one? do. I was yeah. mixing it up with a different movie with words in it, but I remember seeing a trailer. I didn't see a lot about it though, which was kind of surprising. Okay, yeah. For those who don't know, this is the one where um, he plays like a forty-something, like he's a grown man, and he enters the spelling bee, the National Spelling Bee, mm-hmm. and so. Um, apparently there's no rule in there. I I guess the rule is that you can't have graduated from the eighth grade by a certain year. And since he never completed like the eighth grade, he's eligible to compete (laughs) in the spelling bee. And so he goes in there and, you know, he's a smart man. He's not stupid. Like Mm -hmm. he knows how to spell every word. It's just, he's eligible because he never passed the eighth grade. Um, you know, it's, it's a comedy and... There are a lot of funny parts. I did laugh quite a bit, but not as much as, uh, I guess if I have to pick another Jason Bateman movie, like, uh, like Horrible Bosses, mm-hmm. you know, and it's definitely no Arrested Development. Um, but, you know, it's, it's entertaining enough. Uh, it's, it's a rental. It's definitely, yeah. a, it's a clear rental movie. Um, and uh, the kid who co-stars alongside him, he's an a Indian kid. Uh, or at least I think he's Indian. <laughs> I might be a little racist there. I was gonna say, you're not allowed to say that unless you're sure. <laughs> yeah. um, he's he's actually really cute and uh, says some really funny stuff. He he uh, he plays his role really well. Um, currently sits at a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. You can rent it, uh, I think now, or soon. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I don't think it's at Redbox yet. So, but it is on your list. Huh? But it is on your list? Sure. <laughs> that doesn't sound very reassuring. No. Um, I didn't even know I had a list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have a queue. You don't have a queue of, like, things to watch? No. You are behind. How do you decide? Do you just Are you one of those people who just go there and spend, like, ten minutes trying to figure out what to get? At Redbox? Yeah. Well, see, the thing with Redbox is... is Jeff and I were pretty up to date on our Redbox movies, so it's kind of like a weekly thing. Like, last week there there were three movies that came out that I really wanted to see, and we only watched one of them. So now the next time we go back, if, like, 
today is Tuesday, so new movies come out today. So if there aren't any good movies today, we'll go back to one of the ones that we wanted to watch last week. And usually, like, the newer ones kind of stay in the front. So we usually pick from, like, the past couple weeks' worth of movies, and okay. and that's how, how yeah. we do it. Uh, that's a good method of doing So things. the only time we're ever there a long time is if I want to watch, like, a romance movie and he wants to watch, like, an action movie, and we can't decide. Mm. And we usually leave with nothing. Mm. Uh, while we're reviewing movies, there was a movie that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, it was one of the th- one of the three movies that came out that I rented. Of course, of all the three movies, we picked like the least popular one, or the one that nobody's heard of, really. I um, actually, you told me this title, and I actually didn't. I had to look it up. I was like, "What is she talking about?" And I looked it up. And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I remember this one a little bit, but yeah, I never barely ever. I'd never heard of it until some coworkers were talking about it the other day, and then I saw it at Redbox, and I was like, I heard this movie was kind of weird." So we rented it. It's called Under the Skin and has Scarlett Johansson in it. And I think that was the selling point on getting my boyfriend to watch it. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. That's... Especially when I told him that she gets completely naked in it. Does she? She does. She just literally stands in front of a mirror naked oh. and like checks herself out for like 10 minutes. It's the most awkward 10 minutes ever. I'm just like <laughs> looking over to make sure he's not like staring like, what are you looking at for 10 minutes? <laughs> for reals. And, and he's then, like, this is the movie. I'm supposed to watch it. Yeah, luckily he was messing around on his iPad, so he didn't notice till like, the last couple of minutes. And he looks <laughs> up and he goes, and just has this confused look on his face and kind of watched the rest. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad you didn't see and the then, first ten minutes of that. And then uh, in the middle of the night, he's not in bed, and, and you're yeah. like, where did Jeff go? And you Where'd walk my out, Redbox movie go? You walk out to the living room, and you see him watching it's just a Under the Skin. He's recording it on his phone. Yeah. It's like that ten-minute piece. No, he would not do that. But he might. <laughs> Love you. No, uh, yeah, it was weird. There's not a whole lot of talking. You don't really understand what's going on. And I had to watch it over two days, so we fell asleep the first half of the movie. And I was telling Jared about it, one of our coworkers, the DVD Weekly podcast fellow. And he was saying, he's like, oh, you have to see the end because it all comes together and everything makes sense. So I was like, okay. So I told Jeff, I was like, we have to finish it because Jared says the end all comes together. So we watched the end. Nothing still makes sense. (laughs) Like, maybe one piece of the puzzle. I guess, like, the main piece has been solved. But everything else is still unanswered. I have no idea why she's luring these guys. I have no idea why these things are happening. Like, well, like, I kind of understand. Like, I I can imply and kind of figure things out in my head. But it's like, nothing was resolved. So I came in today and I told Jared, I was like, dude, nothing makes sense. And he goes, yeah, it does. Like, this... And because I don't want to give anything away, I'm trying not to yeah, spoil yeah. anything. But I was like, yeah, but what about the dude on the motorcycle? Or like, what about this guy? Like, what happened? He goes, what guy on the motorcycle? <laughs> he was a big part of the movie. <laughs> and Jared's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I never thought about him. So in the end, Jared's just as confused as I am, yeah. I think. <laughs> so, yeah, it was weird. But like, I don't know. I didn't hate it. Mm. It was weird in a in a good way, I think. Okay. But I don't know if I recommend it. Either. Yeah, it doesn't sound all that great. It's it not. sounds like easily it's re- missable and forgettable. Oh, it totally is. Okay. But like, I don't, I don't want the time back I spent watching it. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't feel like I wasted my time. Sure. But you know, when you're on your deathbed, you might be saying otherwise. You might be. <laughs> I, a, wish I, I wish I hadn't spent two hours. I wish I hadn't spent ten minutes staring at Scarlett Johansson's perfect body. <laughs> oh no, you won't regret that part. 
Oh, I will. No. I'll be I'll be laying there looking down at like my stretch marks and like <laughs> like apparently I'm gonna be naked in my in my death yeah. bed with a mirror. As we like, all should oh, be. Oh man. <laughs> Wish I didn't have these love handles. <laughs> Uh, another thing I wanted to review was actually a TV show that I started watching recently. It is on Comedy Central. The show is called Nathan For You. Hmm. Have you heard of this? I haven't, no. Like, I hadn't heard of it either, and apparently, like, season two is airing right now. Oh, what? And, yeah, so this one kind of jumped out at me. Um, uh, someone recommended it to me online, and uh, I watched a clip of it on YouTube, and I was cracking up. So basically, this guy, he's a comedian. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I, di- I didn't write down what his real name is. I mean, I mean, his real name is Nathan, but I, don't, I didn't write down what his last name is. I forget what it is. But uh, this guy, Nathan, um, basically, okay, let me start over. How about you know the show Kitchen Nightmares uh, with Gordon Ramsay, mm-hmm. the chef, who he goes into like a failing restaurant and he yeah. fixes it, yells at them, and uh-huh. swears at them a bunch, and then <laughs> fixes up, and then yeah. and then and then he's helpful, and he, he fixes up their restaurant, and usually they're pretty successful afterwards, mm-hmm. right? So basically, it, it's kind of a spoof on that whole concept, except. He's not just going to restaurants. He's going to, like, all types of businesses, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, a massage parlor or a realtor or, uh, you know, someone who sells souvenirs in Hollywood. You know, he's, he's going to all these businesses that are looking for help. Mm-hmm. And he's coming up with, like, just ridiculous ideas on how to help their business. Mm-hmm. So, like... There's one, uh, we'll take the realtor one mm-hmm. as an example. She's like, you know, you know, I'm selling houses okay, but I really want to do better. And he's like, okay, well, you know, what's really popular right now are those ghost shows. You know, those reality <laughs> ghost shows where they go into a dark house and try and find mm-hmm. out if this house is haunted by an old family that used to live there or whatever and so he's like you need to be the first ghost realtor (laughs) like you need to be able to sell these houses and go i 100 percent guarantee you there are no ghosts in here and so he's like but in order to do that you need to bring in like a person who can talk to the dead and verify (laughs) that there's no one there's no dead ghosts or there's no ghosts in this house haunting people (laughs) so he brings in like this person who talks to the dead Uh and it just gets like crazy. It's and Nathan himself is just so very uh watered down. Mm-hmm. Like he he shows like barely any emotion. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's a very fictionalized version of himself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um it's just so funny. It's Is it one just, of those shows where you don't have to like start on the first episode, you can kind of just pick one and watch it? Pretty much you can. Yeah, okay. but there aren't too many episodes. I think season 1 had like 10 episodes and mm-hmm. season 2 I think is like I want to say, like, four or five episodes in right Mm -hmm. now. So there really aren't too many to catch up on. But, uh, you know, a couple of his his skits have... He's created, like, viral videos to Mm -hmm. promote whatever business. And apparently those videos, like, had actually gone viral. Oh, really? Like, one of them, I think, had millions of hits and people Uh thought it was real. (laughs) And it was on the news and everything. You'll have to watch it. I don't want to spoil too many of the uh, crazy antics, but it's a really good show. Nathan For You on Comedy Central. And the, uh, well, I guess it's not the last thing I wanted to review, but another thing I wanted to talk about, and uh, uh, Mr. Don Shaco, your co-worker and uh, the other host of DVD Weekly Podcast, um, messaged me the other day 
And he was like, hey, have you ever heard of this anime called The Flowers of Evil? Uh, and the Japanese title is... I just is... want to stop you and let you know that okay. I told him to talk to you because oh. he was looking for it. So you're the matchmaker. I'm basically the matchmaker, so <laughs> you're welcome. Kudos, kudos, kudos. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm bowing. You can't see, but I am. Um, the Japanese title is Akuno Hana. Um, it, it's... I had never heard of the show before, um, and so I let him know that. But he was like, do you know where I can read the uh, manga online? And I sent him a link to where he could read it, uh, and he was thankful for that. But um, after he recommended it, I watched the first episode of the anime, and I don't really think I cared for it. Um, the The story's there. The story's intriguing. But the animation style, it's not your typical anime, like big eyes and sparkles everywhere and the, ah, and whoa, you know, <laughs> it's, it's very subdued uh, and it's rotoscoped. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you don't know what that means, um, Christiana knows what that means. But if you don't know what that means, uh, it's basically they have real live actors portray the characters like they, they actually act on camera, but then they draw over it. Uh, they draw the animation over the actors. So that's what rotoscoping is. Um, the style actually... I feel like I heard it called something else. <clears throat> uh, there's other names for it. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, for sure. So I was talking about it with someone the other day, mm -hmm. and I think we were referring yeah. to it as something else. But anyways, continue. Um, so uh, the the show is, is okay. Um, I, I didn't care for it, but I can understand why some people might. Um, apparently when it aired, it didn't do very well, uh, didn't get very good reviews. And, um, I guess they only got through like 20 or 30 chapters of the, uh, manga. And so because it got bad reviews, they're not doing anymore. And therefore you don't find out what's going to happen to these characters. So that's why Don wanted to read the manga. I went ahead and read the manga cause I was like, well, you know, maybe it's more entertaining to, to read the manga instead of watching the show, which is very distracting mm -hmm. and uh, boring. Um, and I finished the entire series in less than a week, um, which is not saying much because it's manga. It's, it's mm -hmm. basically a comic book, but there's like 56 chapters of it, and each chapter is like 40 pages. So, it, you know, it does take some time to get through. Mm -hmm. But the story is really good, and I back up. Don's claim on this. It's it's so entertaining and the end of each chapter is so grasping. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to know what happens next. Mm -hmm. And like there are things in the story that just make your heart sink. You're like, oh my gosh, like he's in such big trouble. Or, you know, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm so excited that this character's back and you know, all mm -hmm. these things. It, it's it's really entertaining. Um so basically what I'm trying to say is read the manga for Akuno Hana. If you like rotoscoping or, or you don't mind the art style, um, check out the anime. But otherwise, otherwise, um, just read the manga. Yeah. See, I kind of want to read it, but I was looking at, at, at Don's screen when he was when he had it up and was looking at it. And I don't know how I really follow the whole like manga comic book kind of style of writing. Like I'm used to books, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and I was kind of, I was reading he, along with him and he was kind of introducing me to some of the characters because he had kind of told me a little bit about it before and he was like, oh, this is the character I was telling you about. And so we kind of read through a couple pages together and he's like, oh, and 
and he was really, he was getting more out of it than I was. Like, oh, you can see her face here, and so you know this is happening. So, whereas, like, the words don't really ref reflect everything. Where I'm used to a novel where everything that you get from the story is in the words. But now there's, like, pictures involved, so you kind of have to read expressions and, you know what I mean? Like, the story isn't just in the little blurbs of what you're reading. There's also some almost nonverbal clues given in the pictures. And I don't know how I would do with that kind of style of writing. Maybe it's something you get used to. I know, I know you read a lot of them, so. I think, uh, I think it's something, yeah, you could get used to. But also maybe, maybe if you were just more focused on it, you mm -hmm. would be picking up on those things too. Yeah, that's like, true. A lot of manga, especially when they're doing like montages, mm -hmm. like you would see in a movie where there's no dialogue, like, that's hard to do, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're drawing a still picture, and you have to draw a montage of like, hey, f you know, f five or six months are going by, mm -hmm. but in comic book form. That's yeah. really difficult to do. And so these artists, yeah, they they are they are talented, and you do have to pick up on those things. Like, are they happy, or yeah, is there exactly. some problems in this relationship? So it's like you if know? you were to just pick out the blurbs, you'd have no idea what's going on, right? You know what I mean? And then it's also, in addition to that, you have to recognize characters. Like, oh, this is the same guy from earlier. Like, he, this is what he looks like, you yeah. know? And so, whereas in books, you kind of, they always call out names. And yeah. I'm used to book style writing. Yeah. I think, like, most people are. So I just, I was just kind of curious if it's just, like, a transition. And once you start reading that, you kind of just get used to it. Yeah. And I think it might be that way. Yeah, and another thing with manga is you have to know a little bit about Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. Like, how people do things and how people express themselves. Like, when people apologize, mm -hmm. they, like, bow. Like, the lower they bow, that's the bigger mm -hmm. the apology, right? If they get down on their knees and bow, mm -hmm. that's, like, an even bigger apology. You know, things like that, um, as an example. You know, and, and you'll pick up on those things pretty quick. It's easy mm -hmm. to figure it out because you've yeah. probably seen it somewhere in the back of your uh, you know, in the uh, side of your side of your eyes. What am I trying to say? <laughs> peripherals. In your peripherals, like peripherals. you, you've you've seen it. You just haven't made that connection mm -hmm. yet. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend more manga. You should read more manga. I think uh, you would dig a few series. And you know, like I said, they're not all for guys, and they're not all action yeah, oriented. Yeah. This one is not has no action at all. It's very much a relationship mm -hmm. uh, manga. Yeah, and I think it it sounds super interesting because Don was kind of telling me bits and pieces, and he's like, I don't want to ruin anything for you, and I was like, I'll never read it. But then the things he told me made me want to read it. Like, yeah. like you gave it away, but now I want to know why <laughs> and what happens afterwards. Yeah. So it's definitely something to consider. I still got to get through Game of Thrones, but maybe, maybe after. Oh, that's true. I'm almost done with book three, so maybe I'll take a break between <laughs> three and four. Just knock this out really quick. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um... While we're talking about Japanese stuff, Sailor Moon, episode oh. two, you still haven't watched any Sailor no, Moon. No, I was actually going to try and watch it on my computer <laughs> earlier, but then Wayne took a tour through, and I was like, man, I can't be sitting mm. here watching watching Sailor Moon during work. So. Yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah. Um, but episode two aired this past Saturday, and I really like how quickly they're uh, introducing new characters. So this was the second episode, and Mercury is already uh on the team. <laughs> so I to don't want to know, Cameron. <laughs> it's it's nice because in the original series, I think it takes like 
eight or nine episodes until she shows up. I think the English... And so it's all filler and just really boring and really has nothing to do with the long-term story. Yeah. The English dubbed version, I think it was about three or four episodes, I think. Yeah. Before she got introduced. Right. Um, So it's really fun. Uh, Please, uh, well, not please. If if you're a big Sailor Moon fan, uh, you should be watching. I'm going Um, home and watching it tonight. I really will. (laughs) I actually bought new... New batteries for my Xbox remote because my Xbox died <laughs> and I had no batteries and I can't get to what I need to get to just by voice because I don't have the Hulu app downloaded. Oh. So like you can get only so far and then you can't like give it voice commands to download anymore. Yeah. Super frustrating. So I actually bought bought batteries yesterday. You don't have the wired controller Mm-mm. thing? Oh, They're okay. all wireless. Mm. Okay. So yeah. So hopefully Jeff comes home late tonight so that I can have some time by myself because I don't think he'll watch it with me. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you should try and get him to watch it. I'll see. I'll you see be like, hey, do. there's guys in here, a tuxedo mask and... Um, <laughs> He's so dreamy. That you need to guy who works in the arcade and... Melvin? That's about it. Which one's... Isn't Melvin the big nerdy guy with the glasses? Oh, Is that his no. name? Oh, uh, that might have been his name in the American version. Yeah, I was but uh, he's Melvin. Umigo in the Japanese oh. version. Yeah. I like Melvin He's better. He's actually in it, He's but he's barely in it. Uh, so far. Yeah. Um, but no, there's the other dreamy guy that uh, Sailor Moon likes who works at the arcade. Remember? Hmm. I don't remember. And I think she thinks that he's Tuxedo Mask at first, uh-huh. but it's really the guy who's mean to her Darian? on the street. Yeah. Darren. <sighs> <laughs> English names. English names are terrible. <laughs> I know all of them. <laughs> and the whole theme song. The theme song used to be like my ringtone. Maybe oh, I'll make it my ringtone again. That's a good idea. The English one, though. Yeah. And then... <laughs> that's, a, that's a good song. There, uh, someone made a remake, an uh, R&B version of it. I think I heard that, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of silly. But yeah. they, they sang it in both English and Japanese, so that was kind of cool. Oh, for the R&B one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. Jeff and I were going to be Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask for Halloween last year, and we just didn't have enough hey, time to pull Hey, suggestion was that? That was yours. Yeah. Kudos. <laughs> we're, uh, we're even now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we didn't have enough time to kind of pull it together and make it worthy. Because I already said, I'm not doing this half, half-assed. If I'm going to be Sailor Moon, we're, we're doing it right. Yeah. So we got another, like, three months to plan. Nice. Okay. So, in other entertainment-related news, uh, Netflix is testing out a private viewing mode. And I actually found this quite humorous. I, and the only reason I can think that you would test something like this is so that basically you can watch softcore porn without it showing up in your what-are-you-watching-history and then mm-hmm. the recommendations, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, yeah. That's the only reason. But do they I even have that on Netflix? What? Like softcore porn? Well, I mean, not softcore porn, like specifically softcore uh-huh. porn genre, but movies that are that lean more towards the dirty side. You know. I, g- I guess. Yeah. You know, stuff that would show up on Skinamax type. Okay. I, yeah, guess. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I really miss? When Netflix kind of first came out on Xbox, and you could watch shows with your friends. Do you remember that? On Xbox Live? No, I don't. Yeah, because when but, I was in college, I had some friends who were still down here, and we would all meet up, and it looked like a theater, right? <laughs> and your little your little me characters, your your 
Xbox Live characters yeah. would go sit in the theater, and then it would play the screen, and you could like, you could like throw up like, like words and stuff, and yeah. like they would look shocked or they'd like wave their arms <laughs> up and down, and so you could like, and then you could talk to them on X, like on your headset on Xbox Live, yeah. and you could talk to all your friends, and you're all watching the exact same show at the exact same time. It was a lot of fun. I loved it, and they took it away. Why did they take it away? I don't know. I don't understand. I'd have to look into that. On maybe it was just no one was using it, or I can't remember. I so feel when like you think about a... it, you do have to schedule. Like, okay, guys, we're gonna watch it and we're gonna start it at this time. No, it's no. Well, no, not when you're in the room. Oh, because you kind of pick a show and then you invite your friends, and then when everyone's there, one of you just hit start and then it plays on everybody's. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like you're all watching at the exact same time and you can talk to each other while you're watching it. Hmm. That'd it was really fun. cool, and I remember I, I read an article because I was so mad that they were taking taking it away, and I feel like there was a like a reason why they did it, but I yeah. can't remember what that reason was. I even I even went to the lengths of signing a petition <laughs> to, keep, to keep it around. One of those things that never works. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but there was a lot of people who had already signed it, so I was like, maybe, maybe you never know. Maybe. Oh, that's interesting. Although it could get awkward if you try and watch something that you would usually watch during private viewing mode. That's true. That. Your private viewing mode and your friend friend movie theater <laughs> movies get switched. Yeah. You're, oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm watching Night Nurses 3. <laughs> Night Nurses? <laughs> I don't know. I, just I did watch a documentary that. about asexual people the other day with my friend. Wait, 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 wait. Asexual? Asexual people. Um, the whole... Asexual being the def- definition that you have sex with yourself? No, asexual in the fact that they're not a physically attracted or attracted to to anything or anyone. Is that asexual? Or I think there's what, another name for it. Well, it was, the documentary was called Asexual, and there was this okay. asexual frontrunner, and he was, like, walking around getting awareness to the asexual people. <laughs> but you could tell this movie was, like, super old, or at least the clips they were using were was really old because it was on The View, but it was in 4x3. Yeah. So, you know it was filmed a while ago. See, that doesn't sound erotic. I don't think that'd be something oh, no, you would watch under private It wasn't erotic. Mode. It was really weird, though. <laughs> it was very weird. Awesome. Okay, and the last bit of news I wanted to talk about is uh, director Edgar Wright. We've talked about him a few times on here because he uh, recently, over the last few months, got um, or left the project Ant-Man. Um, so everyone's kind of wondering, what's his next film? And apparently, his next film is going to be a movie called Baby Driver, uh, based on a script that he's worked on. And I guess he's had this idea since the mid-90s, or he's, like, thought about making this movie, and I guess he's finally going to make it happen. I don't know what Baby Driver's about. Um, I assume, just knowing Edgar Wright, it's going to be a mix of all sorts of genres. Um, you know, we can pay... We can take guesses. What do you think, uh, Baby Driver? I, all the I can think of is a pile driver. And oh a my baby. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see. Just Baby Driver. <laughs> Just a guy who yeah. <laughs> who pile drives babies. I'm the Baby Driver. <laughs> it's like we need Arnold for the role, though. <laughs> He's gonna be Arnold. <laughs> um, that is. Uh, see, I was, I was. <laughs> wow, you went a totally. <laughs> Bad direction. <laughs> I was thinking more of, um, you remember the movie Baby's Day Out? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It was a terrible, small little movie about this little baby who uh-huh. um, who wanders off from his mom and, like, 
is crawling around New York City and just gets into like all whole, these like antics. Yeah, like an adventure. Like it becomes like Home Alone type uh-huh. type of thing. Anyway, I was thinking like it's a sequel to that, except he um He's like a cab driver. Yeah, he's like a cab driver and he's like getting in all these like close accidents. <laughs> but somehow the yeah, he's all <laughs> Can't driving reach around. The wheel. <laughs> somehow the baby like misses all these accidents like causes accidents and yeah. like uh but no that would be awful the baby that, that'd be a terrible movie I all right i feel like my movie's way better <laughs> yeah your idea is definitely <laughs> way better than mine i'll give you that one um okay last weekend's movies first up we had planes fire and rescues estimated to make 20 million dollars did you guess over or under on this one i guessed under yep I guessed under as well, and it actually made $17.5 million, so clap, 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 we did good. We need the, a clap track. <laughs> we can do a clap track? Let's do one right now. Okay. Yay. Let's do a golf clap, okay. clap track. <laughs> yeah. Now we have two to choose from. Now we have to do a really loud, like, like encore type right. of clap track. Ready? Go. Woo! I was stomping my feet, too. You sounded like a chicken at the end. Um, The next movie is Sex Tape. It was estimated to make $23 million. Did you guess over or under? I guessed over. I guessed under, and it actually made $14.6 million, so it did do under. Super bomb. Actually, yeah, really, really bombed. Um, Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think probably for the same stuff that we were talking about. How are they going to make a full movie? On this premise, right, you know right, what I right. mean? Like a sitcom like it's funny. premise. Yeah, it's funny. It's a funny idea, but for like a TV show, like yeah. one episode, not for like a whole movie. And I think that might have been part of it. Yeah, and also maybe just, I don't know, Cameron Diaz not being the little hottie she was at one time. No, you don't, don't really think, think that has anything no, to do with it? Because it's not really like a role where she need to be that. You know what I mean? I Whereas think having like, a younger, cuter actress in there might have gotten a little more maybe but the whole point is that they're the theater i know but the whole point is is they're kind of like they're older they're trying to revamp their sex life and that's why they made this sex tape you know if it were younger people like why do you guys need to revamp your sex life you're like 23 you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like i don't think it would have made sense if it were like younger people see i don't think jason siegel's an old guy is no and i'm not saying they're old (laughs) but the the characters they're portraying kind of yeah yeah okay that makes sense. Uh, the last movie that came out was uh, The Purge Anarchy, the sequel to the first Purge movie. It was estimated to make $28 million. Did you guess over or under? Under. I guessed under as well. Sadly, we were both wrong. The, it actually made $29.8 million, so slightly over. Barely over. Yeah. Um, pretty surprised that it did that well. Uh, I did not think. I mean, a lot yeah. of people were so disappointed with the first one, so yeah, maybe. I didn't think it would do as well. Yeah, and they could be like us, though, who were disappointed with the first one and really hoping that this one kind of made up for the last. And maybe they were disappointed, maybe they weren't. I don't really know. I didn't see it. Right. Okay, we have seven movies oh to talk about this weekend. Jeez, July twenty fifth. Are they all twenty fourteen? Re- are they all full releases? <laughs> or wide releases, you know, full releases. 
Like, uh, you know what I mean. I no, I don't. I, that's not why I'm laughing at all. Oh, why are you laughing? <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I, that was oh, uh, full, okay. full, full releases is, is very funny. Full releases. Me. You should watch Sarah Silverman's show. They have a they have a great episode about that. Anyway, about full releases. Yeah, uh, three wide releases <laughs> this weekend. I like full releases. <laughs> no, we are not doing that. Um, and three full releases. Four limited releases. Let's start with the limited stuff because uh, it's three the half stuff empty releases. That we, we yeah. Half, we have three full empty. releases and four half empty. Why does it have to be half empty? Why can't it be half full? It could be half full. But it's just extra redundant if you say full and half full right after each other. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first limited release is a movie called Happy Christmas. It stars Anna Kendrick, Melanie Linsky, Mark Webber, and Lena Dunham. Um, I This movie, I, I don't know too much about the story. But I like what the I, people in it. Yeah, the, the, the actors uh, certainly aren't bad. Um, I do know that it's being released on the internet this weekend as well. Yeah, confused, oh, right? Yeah, and I I understand that this is kind of happening more with like these kind of smaller films mm-hmm. that uh, aren't expected to do too well. That they're, excuse me, that they're putting them out in a limited release, and then on the internet as well. And uh, actually, I saw it on Google Play and on Amazon and on iTunes. You can watch it this weekend for ten bucks. I was like, so you still have to pay for it. But yeah, like... you still have to pay for it, but. It's available. Yeah. You can get a big group of friends and pay $10 once and have 20 people watch. Exactly. Exactly. So, Assuming people were that into the movie, they'd go to those sorts of effort. But, you know. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Joe Swanberg, who um, I'm not too familiar with. Uh, I guess he did a segment on the uh, horror uh, film VHS. And uh, he also did the movie Drinking Buddies, which was another uh, limited release that starred Olivia Wilde, Jake Johnson, uh, Jake Johnson, uh, Anna Kendrick as well, and Ron Livingston. Uh, Happy Christmas currently sits at a 93% hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes out of 14 reviews. So not too many reviews in, but a uh, pretty decent score. That, that's true. I don't know. Uh, I probably will not watch it. Yeah, it's always weird to me when people <laughs> release something with the title Christmas, and it's July. Yeah, I don't know what the, the reference to that is. I don't know if, if like that's it could someone's have no- name, yeah, like I don't Lloyd know. It could, Christmas. Yeah, it could have nothing to do with Christmas, but the fact that the word Christmas is in the title yeah. just kind of makes me not want to see it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even make me want to see what it's about. That's almost. actually a good point. Uh, the next movie is called Magic in the Moonlight. This is Woody Allen's new film starring Emma Stone and Colin Firth. Uh, basically, Colin Firth plays a fake Chinese conjurer who is asked to meet a young lady and debunk her claim of being a psychic. Um, so can I say first off, with Woody Allen films, what's with him pairing a young, attractive actress with an older fairly attractive male actor <laughs> like he loves to do this especially recently mm-hmm. and is it because he likes younger oh women i don't know it's I, very psycho psychological <laughs> thinking you got going on there but like the difference between emma stone and colin Fr- like there's a romantic thing going mm-hmm. on in the movie or at least that's what it looks like yeah the the age difference between the two of them is 28 years Jeez, louise so that doesn't seem right no. But then you look at other movies of Woody Allen's, like mm-hmm. um, Curse of the Jade Scorpion. 
mm-hmm. which he starred in alongside Helen Hunt, who was his love interest mm-hmm. at that time. And they're also 28 years apart. Oh. That's kind of creepy. I'm sensing a pattern here. We need to <laughs> yeah. start looking into more movies. He's like, I need to find actors and actresses yeah. that are exactly 28 years <laughs> apart. Well, I was so successful in my last movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's good luck. The, from what I'm hearing about this movie, critics, well, the critics that I trust, the critics that, I, you know, I read the reviews for, mm-hmm. say that they don't like this movie, that it's very forgettable. And Woody Allen's kind of on this role of good movie, bad movie, good mm-hmm. movie, bad movie. Like, what was his last good movie? Was was it, I don't want to say because I can't remember if it's Woody Allen or not that did it. <laughs> well, so this one is... Did being, he do Blue Jasmine? Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So this one's kind of being reviewed as as poor. Mm-hmm. Blue Jasmine is good. Mm-hmm. Before that, he had uh, To Rome With Love, which I saw and I mm-hmm. thought it was bad. Uh, and most people did as well. Is that the one with... What does the cover of that look like? Uh, what the cover of yeah, it looks like? Because I, bu- I bought this movie and I haven't watched it. I only bought it because the main character was this guy I really liked from August Rush. Uh, well, it has Alec Baldwin and Jesse Eisenberg. Nope, that's not the one. And, no. Nope, okay. that's not it. No. So, um, that I'm one was... i it up. What'd you say? To, to Rome With Love? To Rome With Love. So okay. that one's generally bad. But then Midnight in Paris, good. Arguably one of his best films. So, I don't really, I don't really get it. Maybe his next movie is gonna be really good. Like, really, really good. Um... And I actually looked it up. It's uh, untitled right now, but it also stars Emma Stone uh, alongside Joaquin Phoenix. So maybe oh. this one has a little more potential since it has some strong acting power. Um, you know, we're talking about uh, how it has bad reviews, and it's not bad on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's at 65% mm-hmm. uh, with 17 reviews in. That could go up or down. Uh, so we'll see how that does. The next limited release is a movie called A Most Wanted Man. It is one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's final roles. It is about uh, German and U.S. security agencies trying to figure out if a half-Chechen, half-Russian man is a threat or not. Um, it's based Say on... three times fast. Yeah. It's based on a Jean Le Carre novel. Uh, he also wrote uh, novels that have been turned into movies such as The Tailor of Panama, The Constant Gardener, and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is kind of the most recent novel of his that's been turned into a movie. Uh, this is directed by Anton Korbjian? Korbjian? He also directed uh, The American with George Clooney. George Clooney? <laughs> um, it's currently at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes with 24 reviews. So actually, decent reviews. That's true. Um, I would kind of like to see this one, especially it being one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's last films. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Um, real quick, I figured out the movie I was thinking of. Okay. You said To Rome With Love. Mm-hmm. This movie's From Paris With Love. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You can see where I'm getting the titles. Oh, totally. Mixed no, up. totally. I don't blame you. I don't but blame it's Jonathan Reese meyer He's a totes hottie. Yeah, he uh, he's not bad to look at if you are a girl. <laughs> Try to tell you me. You like how I walked, how yeah. I stepped around that one. <laughs> if you are a female. Uh, he was in Mission Impossible Three, I believe, if I remember correctly. I he's actually he's also been in a Woody Allen film. He was in the uh, I think he was in Match Point. I think 
I'll go back and look. Well, it doesn't matter. I need to know now. Because <laughs> I'm about to be a bigger Woody Allen fan and just watch everything with Jonathan Rhys Meyer in it. I mean. So you mean a bigger Jonathan Rhys Meyer? Well, yeah, but I'm fan. just going to be a fan of every movie that he's been in. So anyone who's oh, part of that movie. Gotcha. Get it. Gotcha. Well, that would be wrong to do that, to enjoy something based on someone's looks. That's very, oh. it's very bad. Well, this is getting awkward. <laughs> um, the final limited release coming out this weekend. Point. <laughs> I see. I was right. And Mission Impossible 3. See? I know and my... He's in Bend It Like Beckham. Ooh, that was a while ago. It was a while ago, 2002, and I did not know that. <laughs> I have to go have back to go and see that movie it? again. What else has he been in? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's been in August Rush, obviously. Yeah. Which was one of my favorite movies. Okay. Good movie. Um, he's in The Mortal Instruments, that new movie that just came out based on the books. Yeah. I read the first book, and he plays a weird character. He plays uh, Valen- Valentine, Valentine, I don't know how they pronounce it in the movie, because I only read the books. But, like, I always pictured him being really old when I read it in the books. Hmm. And so the fact that he's playing that guy kind of is weird to me. What else? He's in The Tudors. He plays King Henry VIII mm. in that show. Yeah. I never watched it. Oh, I didn't either. Next? Um... Six Souls. Nope. A film with me in it. <laughs> no. That's the name. <laughs> That's an um, awesome title, though. Elvis. He played Elvis. What the heck? Like he kind of like drops in and out of. Yeah, weird. Alexander, Vanity Fair, The Lion in Winter, The Emperor's Wife. He does not play uh, the Emperor's Wife. In case you're wondering. <laughs> Octane. Well. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Um, wow, what randomness. Yeah, and we're back to 2002, so you probably wouldn't. Okay. He's in a movie called Tangled in 2001. That's not the Disney version. It's not. Definitely it, not. It did not come out in 2001. No. Okay. The final limited release, it's coming out in 432. Final half full release. <laughs> 432 theaters. Um, I looked it up. Limited release uh, is 600 theaters. Or, or, or less. sorry, less than 600 theaters is a limited release. What if it's exactly 600? Then it's a wide release. Really? Full release. Gross. Um, it is called The Fluffy Movie. Oh! <laughs> Are you really excited to see this? I don't think I would ever see it, but... Oh my gosh. I like him. You like Gabriel Iglesias? Okay, so... Um, He's kind of fluffy. This is the movie that stars Gabriel Iglesias, and um, if I had to describe this movie... I would describe it as Justin Bieber's Never Say Never, except it's about Gabriel Iglesias. You know, a lot of people said Never Say Never was actually a really good movie, so... Sure. Just saying. <laughs> that might be true. But basically, it, it's like behind the scenes of him, his comedy, mm-hmm. and, you know, also his live stand-up. You, you get to see kind of a bit of all of it. Kind of like the Kevin, like the last Kevin Hart yes. movie? Like the... Let I didn't know that was behind the scenes also. I well, thought that it like was just starts stand-up. behind the scenes, and then he ends up on stage, and then it's, the rest is stand-up. I think it would have been kind of cool if they... Okay. Maybe they did. I can't remember. It's been yeah. a long time. <laughs> well, there are no reviews yet on Rotten Tomatoes, so we don't really know how well this is going to... But that title in itself, I think, is pretty poor. I think it's awesome. <laughs> the Fluffy I movie? Did you see my eyes light up when you said Fluffy? I did, unfortunately. So, imagine... <laughs> 
Oh, I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to be imagining. Yeah. I didn't really finish my thought, nor did I finish it in my head. So I couldn't verbalize it because it's still not there. Yeah, your words just, just aren't just imagine. everything. Word, imagine. words. Three wide releases imagine. this weekend. First one is And So It Goes. Have you heard of this one? No. Exactly. I haven't Maybe. either. Well, I mean, if you I, tell me what it's about, I might have. I have heard of it. What what I meant to say was I haven't seen anything about it. Like mm-hmm. I haven't seen any commercials. I haven't seen any trailers. I don't know where this movie is coming from. But basically, um, it's the uh, next geriatric movie directed by Rob Reiner, uh, who is the guy who brought us another. Uh, recent geriatric comedy known as The Bucket List with Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. You remember that one? I remember it. I never saw it. Yeah, I never saw it either. But uh, basically, this one stars Michael Douglas and Diane Keaton. It's about a self-centered realtor who enlists the help of his neighbor when he's suddenly left in charge of the granddaughter he never knew existed until his estranged son drops her off at his home dun 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 Dun, dun, dun. i don't know why i made that sound scary because it's actually sounds like a uh, romantic family drama yeah sounds kind of heartwarming i bet what happens at the end is that he gets along really well with his granddaughter and he falls in love with diane keaton with diane keaton yup we got it figured out it's so weird Um, the movie I don't know actually, how you even came to that conclusion. Yeah. It's pretty far-fetched. A little bit. Just so. a little bit. Yeah. Usually they don't end up together, right? No, absolutely not. No, but this one... And I she's going to leave resenting her yeah. grandpa. Mm-hmm. To, She'll kill him. She'll kill him. She probably will kill That's him. That's usually what happens that is. in these type it of movies. It always happens. Every yeah. single time. And then she cuts up his body... And freezes and it. Distri- freezes it and then distributes the frozen pieces all over uh, the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, and then the people buy people the meat there. and they put it in chili because it's like chili award-winning ground beef meat. Yeah, and they're they always Wisconsin, win the chili contest. Wisconsin with the State meat. Chili Fair is exactly. just enormous. It's, we all seriously hear about it on the news every year, it is. and it's really weird when they're all the they're all almost winners because all of their meat is so good. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you, have to, you have to buy your secret meat from different sources because if you buy it all from the same source, you're going to end up tying with the person next to you. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. I, I can't build on that anymore. I can't. That, I probably it. could, but we'll <laughs> just stop. <laughs> we'll stop. Uh, no reviews yet for And So It Goes on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, actually, none of the wide releases have reviews yet on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Uh, it's concerning. Maybe they don't want to screen it for critics. Or maybe they're just waiting for the last minute to build up buzz at the last minute. I have no idea. But the next movie coming out is a movie called Lucy. I'm actually kind of excited for this one. It has ScarJo, who we just recently talked about. Uh, This one's coming out in 3200 theaters. This is the new Luke Besson movie. He is the genius behind such movies as The Professional and The Fifth Element and Taken. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the movie is about a woman played by Scarlett Johansson, Scar Jo, uh, who is forced to work as a drug mule, and she has a drug implanted in her body, which inadvertently leaks into her system, which allows her to use more than the normal 10% of her brain's capacity, thus changing her into a superhuman. 
Wow. Wow. Whoa. First thing I have to say is bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because there is no way us as humans use only 10% of our brain. Isn't that what everyone always says, though? That is what everyone says. And maybe those people only use 10% of their brain. <laughs> people who figure that out. It is not true. And it never has been true. If you know anything about biology, human anatomy, science, <laughs> you will know that we use much more than 10%. And we're using all sorts of different parts of our brains at well, different not just times saying the 10 for is different like, activities. I'm not saying the 10% is all located right, like right over here. I'm pretty sure there's even a Snopes article that argues that <laughs> this claim is false. Yeah. Go on Snopes, search Regardless, brain. Though. I bet it's one of the first things that'll come up. Look, did I say irregardless? Is that why you just said regardless? No. No, I don't no, know. No, you were just saying regardless. Yeah, you were just coming My up allergies are getting to me. My nose was itchy. Words. Um, anyway, once again, no reviews on this one. And the final movie coming out this That's weekend. That's all we're going to say about it? Whoa, okay, what do you want to say about Lucy? Oh, I just, I thought we would talk about it a little more. Okay. Like, am I excited for it? Are you excited for it? Kind of. Are you excited for it? Kind of. Why are you kind of excited for it? Because it looks kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm excited for it. <laughs> However, yeah. my biggest squabble, if you will, uh-huh. how are they going to end it? Because if she's really doing all that cool stuff, like flinging people with her mind and whatever, like, who's going to really take her down? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's probably going to be either one of those movies that ends in a cop out. You know what? She's like, yeah. What's like going to happen is she's going to wear have, out. No, or she's like, going to have to kill herself in order to save like humanity or something. Yeah, like it's that. a cop out. Yeah. There, unless they find some no, really cool way no, for because, someone to save her. Or, no, like, that's to not true. Take her because down. Luke Besson loves sequels. Uh-huh. He likes to push things, so he'll make it look like she killed herself, but mm-hmm. secretly she's still alive somewhere. Because she's too smart. Yeah. She, she can't really die. Yeah. Cop out. Yeah. That's probably how it'll end up. That's all I really wanted to say. That's the only reason I brought it up again. <laughs> okay. I don't know how they're going to bring her down. Yeah. The final movie coming out this weekend is uh, the biggest movie coming out this weekend. It's coming out in about 3,600 theaters. It is... Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. That's another clap track. This is the Hercules clap. Yeah, the the Hercules clap track. (laughs) Um, This is the one that's uh, starring Dwayne The The Rock Rock. Johnson. I never say The Rock or Dwayne Johnson. I always say Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, there's no other way to say his name. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff and I do that all the time now. What? When he used to be a wrestler, apparently his thing was like, oh, oh, oh. can you smell what the rock is cooking? Right, right. But he goes, smell. <laughs> How old were you when the rock was like a big wrestler? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I was in, I, I think I was in, I was in high school, so. I didn't really follow wrestling, so I. No, neither really did say, I. But, but like, I knew who he, he was. He was so popular. Right, right. Yeah. I was in 10th grade. And then you are how many years younger than me? I'm 24. So you're six years younger than me. So you were in fourth grade. <laughs> Do you smell? <laughs> you just see me as like a little little fourth grader with my yeah. buck teeth, like smell. It's <laughs> <laughs> my rock face. Uh, anyway, yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's now like a big action star. Um, but this movie also stars Ian McShane, Rufus Sewell. 
Joseph Fiennes and John Hurt. You know, it's actually, honestly, if I'm if I'm being honest, this is the best looking live action fantasy of this type that I've seen in a while. That are that you know, based off of the previews. Mm-hmm. Like the other movies I'm thinking of in this category are like Clash of the Titans or the most recent 300 movie or. Um, I think there was a remake of the Conan Barbarian a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, out of those type of films where it's, like, the leading male who struggles but is super strong and powerful, like, this one looks the most promising. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think it looks very good. <laughs> Did you see the last Hercules movie that came out? When? It was only It's only been a couple of years. Or was that the one that came out at the beginning of this year? There was something that Maybe came out at the it, beginning of this year, I thought. It had the dude bro from Twilight in it. But it came out on Redbox like a couple months ago, and I made Jeff watch it, and he hated it. Way too much romance, I think. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a feeling it'll be tough to get him to see this one. Okay. This one is directed by Brett Ratner, who did the Rush Hour movies, and he's he also did Red Dragon, and more recently he did Tower Heist with Ben Stiller. So he, you know, he's got some major motion pictures under his belt, but still nothing that's, like, super award-worthy. One interesting thing that I learned about this film is is only recently because uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been on... uh, He's doing the uh, media circuit right now. He was on Kelly and Michael this morning. Okay, I think that's where I heard this. Um, Did you hear about his beard? No. Okay, so uh, he's telling the story about his beard because in the movie, Hercules has a beard. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I guess this beard, they, they got these, you know, fine hairs. He, he wasn't going to grow his own. Mm-hmm. So, so they, like, tediously put on, like, mm-hmm. these strands of hair onto his oh, face, like, gluing like one, so one by one, right? I know how long girl hair extensions take. <laughs> and it's, it all had to be, like, cut a specific way. Like, it, it all had to be even, mm-hmm. and it all had to be, like, this really soft material. It just had to look really mm-hmm. good on camera. And so he's asking the, uh, I don't know if it's a makeup artist or costume designer, I don't know who it is, but he's like, <laughs> he's like, what is this hair from? And he's like, oh, it's from a yak. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know Yak's hair was so soft. And he's like, um, this is from the hair of the Yak's testicles. Oh, you know, I think it was on Kelly and Michael. Yeah. I missed that part, but they were playing Pictionary, and Michael was drawing, like, lines, and and Kelly started screaming, Yak ball hair! Yak ball hair! <laughs> but he was trying to draw, like, a broom or something, and I think I kept Oh, that's bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And I was like, why would she just go to that, of all things? And, but I hadn't heard the interview prior. So oh, so now it, it makes, all makes sense, sense now. To it you. does. So yeah. Thank you for you're that. Like, you're like, Kelly's weird. Yeah, I'm like, where'd she get yak ball hair? <laughs> like, it's not the first thing I think of. And I'm pretty weird. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's basically the story. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think. I think that should be the tagline of the movie, yeah. like on the poster. It should be called Hercules, and then below it on the tagline, <laughs> it should say. The Rock wears yak pubes. <laughs> yak pubes. <laughs> that just sounds so weird. Yak pubes. I would watch that movie. I, t- I probably would. But because too. they don't promote that aspect I was going to say, now that I know that, I'm actually way more interested. <laughs> you're in you're it. just going to watch it and, and just, just pay it. You're just going to watch his time, beard like, the whole time. You're like, hmm. Did he just get beard in his mouth? Did he just get beard in his mouth? <laughs> it's like, did you ever watch the Jackass movies? Uh, I watched a couple of them. Did you ever see the one where. The guy plays, he's getting driven to the airport, and he's kind of dressed up like a Middle Eastern guy, 
and he's got like a fake bomb strapped to him and stuff like this is their joke but actually so they they put like a beard on him and stuff but actually the cab driver was in on it too so the guy playing the middle eastern dude thinks that the, they're playing the joke on the cabbie but really the cabbie's in on it so he's like making like bomb jokes and stuff and like and the cabbie like pulls over and pulls out a gun and he's like, get in the trunk. And he's like, it's just a joke, man. It's just a joke. <laughs> so they throw him in the back, and he's pretending to fire the gun, and they're all laughing because it's like a joke in reverse, right? Right. And uh, so he drives around in a couple circles and twists around, and then they let him out, and he's like like almost crying and super scared, and they tell him <laughs> that it was a joke. And then they proceed to tell him that the beard hair that they stuck on his face was all the guys from the set's pubes. <laughs> they all shaved their pubes before the skit, and that's, you see him putting it in, like, official packaging. That's it's like, awesome. It's like a makeup hair or whatever yeah, they yeah. call it. And uh, so, like, they open packages, so when he oh, sees them taking it out, it just looks like, that's gross. like fake hair, but it was from all the pubes of, like... That's a pretty ultimate everyone. prank. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Don't ever do that to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, just, just don't prank me at all. Yeah, okay. You'll regret it of any kind. Okay. <laughs> and that's gonna do Can it for our show. No. Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. It's done. You just threw something at me, and it's over. I'm sorry. It's I on. I won't do it again. It's on now. That is two. That's two things. I so so I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do it for our show. Everyone, thank you for listening. Have a good week. Farewell clap. <laughs> <laughs>